0: Hey sis, welcome to the Mom Keys to Mental Peace podcast. Now, real quick before we get into the show, did you know that this podcast is a spinoff from a book that I wrote? Yes, Mom Keys to Mental Peace, 12 Tips to Become a Healthy Mom and Raise Healthy Children. In this book, I share my story about how I identified toxic patterns of thinking about life and motherhood I share how God helped me to transform by the renewal of my mind. I didn't want to keep this revelation to myself. So I packaged it in a book to share how you can transform your mindset and lifestyle too. This book is for anyone who desires to break unhealthy generational patterns in their family, want to build healthier and stronger relationships with their children, or for anyone who wants to overcome the battle of negative thoughts in their mind. After reading this book, you will learn how to gain confidence in who you are as a mother, handle unhealthy thinking patterns when they appear in your mind, and position yourself to achieve mom life balance. This book is available wherever books are sold and the link will be in the show notes. Now let's get to the show. Keys to Mental Peace podcast, I am your host, Tarikaya Allen-Butler, and this is a podcast for Christian moms who struggle with limiting beliefs and want to learn how to make over their mindsets and level up their lifestyle in faith, family, finances, and fitness. Tap in each week for the Mom Keys to Mental Peace podcast, where you will learn major keys to stop coming up short on your goals and start leveling up for the type of lifestyle you desire God's way. Ready to level up? Let's do it. All right. So welcome back to another podcast episode and welcome to our new listeners. I'm so happy to have you here. Um, We just wrapped up a series on finances and all things on how to manage the bag, save the bag and all things with money. So be sure to check out those replays. It was a great episode. Now, if you have been tuned in with me for any amount of time or have seen any of my posts, you know that today I'm supposed to be hosting my event, (laughs) the Don't Fumble the Bag Financial Literacy event, um, which unfortunately I had to cancel. And I'm going to go into detail a little bit about that with today's show. So the title of today's episode is Don't Be Afraid to Fail, Be Afraid Not to Try. And I got this title from um, a quote that I have on my vision board that I made back in 2019. And this quote really helps me whenever I'm trying to do anything new, especially with business like, girl, Don't be afraid of messing up. Don't be afraid of failing. Be afraid not to try at all. Be afraid not to see what the outcome is or stepping forward into this new thing. So this quote has really helped me. And I just want to be um, a blessing, a beacon or a light um, of faith to you all. If you're struggling with, you know, trying new things because you're afraid of failure or you're afraid of the unknown or afraid of the outcome, I hope that um, today's episode really encourages you for that. So as I shared at the beginning, I had to cancel my event, Don't Fumble the Bag financial literacy event due to low ticket sales. So I did not sell enough tickets. I had a goal in mind for the overall amount that I wanted to sell. And then um, once I saw that I wasn't really reaching towards that goal, I had set a new goal, which was kind of in half, but I did not meet that goal either. So as a result of that, I had to cancel the event because weren't really going to be nobody there. (laughs) So, but it's all good. So we're going to go into that. Now, as far as this event, I know without a shadow of a doubt for a fact that God gave me this idea and he spoke to me at the beginning of this year to host this event, okay? I was given specific instructions about what to do to host these to host this event so he told me how he wanted me to go about hosting it like what topic to talk about as far as finances um, as you know in the introduction i talk about faith family finances and fitness so the month of july is when i talk about finances so this lined up perfectly with that topic and out of all of those topics, the finance topic is kind of where I get the most engagement from my audience. So I felt like, oh yeah, bet this makes sense. Everything lines up. God told me where to host the event, um, the building space of where to go. He told me when to host. He gave me the date for it. Um, he told me how much should it cost how much money I needed to raise in order to host the event. Um, I've done research on how to host events, and I know that there are like sponsors and people that you can get to help you out. But one key point that I learned is that if you can't finance the event yourself without sponsors, then you don't need to host it. So God gave me that number of this is how much you need to raise before you even make a step forward um, to host the event. And I, I met that goal. God helped me to meet that goal. He told me when to book the building He told me when to book speakers and who to book to speak. He told me um, what to do as far as catering. And I was able to book that. And he even gave me the event layout and schedule. So I heard clearly all of these instructions from God on how to host the event, right? And I followed every instruction given down to the timeline. Everything that I heard him say to do, I did it to the timeline, to the team. And now I will say um, my prayer for this event, you know, when he gave me this idea and as I moved through the event was that, Lord, you know, I'm walking in obedience to what you're calling me to do, but the outcome is up to you. (laughs) Okay. And the outcome of the event, that's where I realized my faith had to kind of turn up a notch because I can't control who buys the tickets or who comes out. All I can do is what he tells me to do. So I'm pretty much like, God, you know, I'm walking in obedience. I'm walking in faith, but the outcome of all of this ultimately is up to you, which kind of helped relieve some stress off my shoulders when I was looking at the ticket sales and they weren't really, you know, meeting my expectations. Okay. Lord, I said that the outcome was up to you. So obviously there's a reason that this is the outcome. Okay. Um, I will say overall, I felt confident in the event itself. I felt confident in the information that I had to share. I felt confident in the speakers that I had and the information that they would share. Like I wasn't nervous about the event itself, but I had an ultimate fear about people coming or not. That was my initial fear. Like, what if I do all this and nobody comes? What if I do all this and nobody buys a ticket? Nobody shows up. That was the ultimate fear that I had of mine, and that fear came to pass. Um, and the result of the ticket sales. So, like I said, I did my research um, on how to host e- on how to host events. Um, I did marketing research, and I did market the event for thirty days prior because I know people are kind of last minute when it comes to purchasing tickets. So I just kind of wanted to. Give information for at least thirty days of you know what to expect, and drop some gems and jewels on the financial um, literacy that I had to you all in that thirty day time frame. Okay. Also, I could see that there was an interest in the event in my thirty days of marketing. There was engagement on my post, and also on the um, event page. I can see the number of visits or the number of clicks on the link to the website to purchase tickets. So it's not like I was doing all this and people weren't even showing an interest or engaging. I could see <laughs> the interest or the curiosity in the event, like, well, let me see what she's talking about. Let's see what's going on here. Um, there were also people who you know, came up to me and asked follow-up questions or DM me asking about the event. But one common thing that I ran into Each time that I talked to somebody was that there was a conflict in the date due to prior engagements scheduled on this day, which is today, July 8th. A lot of people said they would be out of town or a lot of people said they had something else already planned with their family. And I didn't really put two and two together how this weekend is a holiday weekend, being that we just had 4th of July on Tuesday. So at the beginning of, you know, putting this event out, I knew that. And I was like, you know, I considered changing the date. Like, God, should I change this date? People that I'm talking to are saying that they can't come, you know, who I would expect to be there and support me. Of course, of course, you know, like my close friends and family. Um, But God told me, like, who needs to be at the event will be there. Don't change anything based off, you know, your conversations with people. I told you to do this date. Now, another special reason for July 8th is because today is the one-year anniversary of me launching Mom Keys to Mental Peace podcast. So I'm so excited for that. This is officially my one-year anniversary of showing up, posting episodes, and recording. And I just wanted to celebrate that full circle moment here at this event. So it just all made sense (laughs) to me. Um, why I should host it on this day and not to change it, right? So as a result of me not, um, you know, meeting my ticket sales goal, I knew that I should feel some type of disappointment and sadness as a result of this. But instead, y'all, I am experiencing the peace that surpasses all understanding. Like, I don't understand how I'm so peaceful, how I'm so calm, how I'm so content and accepting with doing all of this work, (laughs) knowing for a fact that like I heard God say to do this and the outcome was not what I expected. But God took me back to his word in Philippians chapter four, verses six through seven, where it says, don't worry about anything. Instead, pray about everything. Tell God what you need and thank him for all he has done. Then you will experience God's peace, which exceeds anything you can understand. His peace will guard your heart and mind as you live in Christ Jesus. So y'all, this is literally, I'm literally experiencing his word in real life. I'm not worried about anything. Instead, I prayed about everything. God, the outcome is up to you. God, send who, you know, you feel would benefit from this event. You know, God, I'm trusting you as I step forward. I let him know what I needed in the event and he provided those resources. And even though the outcome was not what I expected, I have the peace of God that passes understanding in my heart because I followed what Philippians 4, 6 and 7 said. Now, I will say, um, I'm not going to sit here and act like, oh, I'm just chipper and joyful. I did feel a little type of way um, about not being able to get my deposit back (laughs) for the building. So I didn't read the fine print where it was like, um, if you cancel 30 days ahead, you get 100 percent. 14 days ahead, you get 50 percent. And anything after that, you don't get your deposit back. So I didn't know that until I tried to call and get my deposit back. And then I read over the contract. So I was a little salty about that. I'm not going to lie. Um, But then God helped me to remember that he is the source of everything, right? What is a deposit fee, which was like $150? What is that to God, right? When he is the source and he is in charge of everything and the creator of all money and can get things to me if he wants to or whatever, like, so I'm not even tripping off of that. And I have to understand that this comes along with business, period. Period. In business, you take risk. You have to know that there's a risk of you losing some money. There's a risk of you putting yourself out there and that money not um, returning uh, an interest or returning your investment back to you. So it's all good. I let that go. That fear was like, or that upsetness was very short-lived. I did not sit and sulk in it. It's just kind of like, whatever it is, what it is. I can't do nothing about it. They have it in the fine print. It is what it is. I'm going to just take that L. So also throughout this week, y'all, and this kind of made me be very intentional about the topics that God gives me and when to put out podcast episodes, because there are um, two people that I follow. Someone, uh, this first group, I follow them on their podcast. I'm subscribed to them. And this other person, I'm subscribed to their YouTube video. And this week, the both of them came out with episodes that literally (laughs) spoke directly to the situation that I'm dealing with this week. So I felt like God was intentional by using them um, to speak to me and what I'm facing. So um, I'm going to explain the podcast first, how he spoke through the podcast. Now, this podcast is called we are the Perry's. Um, The hosts are Jackie Hill Perry and Preston Perry. They are a married couple, um, a millennial married couple. Highly suggest that you um, subscribe to this podcast, check out a few of their episodes. Um, It is Christian-based. And the episode that they did this week was The Warfare of Ministry. Um, And they pretty much went into detail about, um, well, Preston was giving an example about him stepping back into something that God told him to do and how he faced a lot of spiritual warfare, a lot of pushback um, when he stepped out into it and how he was discouraged to keep moving forward. If all of these issues were coming up as a result of him stepping forward and being obedient, which (laughs) is my situation that I'm facing this week. So some key points that I took from this podcast episode, and I'll have the link. Um, in the description and show notes for this. But one um, of the key points that I took away is that the enemy wants to distract, discourage and deter us from being obedient to God when it comes to ministry. So anything that we are doing where we are edifying the kingdom or teaching something that will stir people and turn them to God and to connect with him and walk in their obedience, or walk into some type of breakthrough in their life or to move away from a bondage or a stronghold that he has them in, the enemy is gonna try to do everything he can to you to stop you from speaking to that person, right? Um, And then he said that, you know, as he was feeling discouraged and in prayer and taking his discouragement to God in prayer, he heard God say, don't be discouraged because I use everything. God uses everything. So even in this situation with, you know, my low ticket sales, God can still use that. He can still be glorified. Hence me here on this podcast, sharing my testimony. Like he can use everything. Nothing is a waste to God. He is intentional about everything. So what I took from this is that, you know, even in this moment, excuse me, even if this moment is to teach me that the enemy doesn't want me to move in obedience, and offer this event to help somebody get free from financial burdens and then pass that generational wealth to their family. I'm cool with accepting that I'm cool with going through all of this (laughs) and not getting the outcome that I expected. If that is the moment or the lesson I'm supposed to get from this that I am walking in obedience and that the enemy doesn't want me to help people to get out of financial burdens and to walk into financial freedom and pass that on to their family. The enemy wants us to overspend our money. He wants us to fumble the finances that we get from God and not use it to glorify God or to edify the kingdom. He wants us to waste it on nonsense, right? So why would not expect to experience some type of pushback when there's so much power impacted on what this message is that I had to share with my community? Um, even though I didn't sell a lot of tickets, I know that the information is valuable. So the enemy might try to you know, trick me and give me thoughts that, see, nobody even wanted to learn about this. You're wasting your time doing all this and nobody even cares about your information. It's not important. It's not impactful. Nobody wants to hear what you have to say or the speakers that you book. Nobody cares about that right those are all lies from the enemy cuz i know for a fact <laughs> that the information i have is valuable hence what i shared at the beginning that you know i wasn't nervous about the event itself only about you know the outcome and people actually coming to it um so i felt that this was a test of obedience from god right i told you that he gave me every step to do when to do it how to do it So maybe this was simply a test of obedience from God. Will you do what I told you to do despite the outcome? Will you be in position and in place when I tell you to despite the outcome, right? Would I still trust and believe in God despite the outcome of me uh, walking in obedience? And I had to realize that God doesn't care about my ticket sales. He doesn't care about my gift to talk or the information that I had to share To me, this moment was he cares about my heart posture, right? What is my heart posture? What um, are my motives? Why am I doing this? Was I doing this to earn money? Was I doing this to glorify God, to get information out to people and help them and their families? So I see the test behind it. And I pray that I have pleased God and passed the test here. Now, another thing that they talked about in this episode Um, When dealing with spiritual warfare is how we have to guard ourselves with the whole armor of God when it comes to spiritual warfare. And this can be found in Ephesians chapter six, verses 10 through 18. Now, I'm going to read this directly from the Bible. And this was another, you know, testament of God, because I remember studying this. Um, I did a Bible study with Priscilla Shire on the whole armor of God and each episode she just kind of went through and broke down each piece of armor and how we should be using it when it comes to spiritual warfare protecting ourselves against the enemy and the evil spirits sent out um because you know the enemy has an agenda too the same way God does but it's all about whose kingdom is being edified so you know, what I studied in another season that I felt like, you know, I don't really need this right now, but sure, I'll study it because it's important. Now I'm able to apply what I learned in one season to this season, and it has helped protect my mind and to guard my heart as I deal with this spiritual warfare now. So again, this is Ephesians chapter six, verses 10 through 18, and it's about the whole armor of God. And I'm just going to read Verbatim, this is the uh, New Living Translation. Um, A final word, be strong with the Lord's mighty power. Put on all of God's armor so that you will be able to stand firm against the strategies and tricks of the devil. For we are not fighting against people made of flesh and blood, but against the evil rulers and authorities of the unseen world against the mighty powers of darkness who rule this world and against wicked spirits in the heavenly realms use every piece of god's armor to resist the enemy in the time of evil so that after the battle you will still be standing firm thank you god stand your ground putting on the sturdy belt of truth and the body armor of god's righteousness for shoes put on the peace that comes from the good news so that you will be fully prepared In every battle you will need faith as your shield to stop the fiery arrows aimed at you by Satan put on salvation as your helmet and take the sword of the Spirit which is the Word of God pray at all times and on every occasion and the power of the Holy Spirit stay alert and be persistent in your prayers for all Christians everywhere. So y'all, this is like verbatim of what I was able to experience and apply to my mindset um, as a result of, you know, the enemy trying to trick me and feeling like I wasted my time trying to host this event or look, nobody wanted to come. I was able to experience the peace of God. Um, what is it for peace? Uh For shoes put on the peace that comes from the good news. So I understood that, you know, what I had was good news to share. That's why I was able to rest in peace. I knew that the information I had to share was valuable and that the enemy was lying to me by saying that it wasn't. Stand your ground by putting on the belt of truth and the body armor of righteousness. I knew for a fact that, you know, what I had to share was true. I knew God's truth which was the commands that he gave me to follow and the rules that he told me to follow. I knew that it was true, that I was hearing from God. I knew that that wasn't a lie, that it wasn't false, that I wasn't just making up something in my mind. I I rested in that truth. But the most important thing I would say is using the sword of the spirit, which is the word of God. So I was able to apply scripture, um, especially the one about, you know, uh, praying to God, you know, telling him what I need, but, you know, being thankful in all, then I will experience the peace that surpasses understanding. That was literally the sword that I used to fight against the enemy. Like, you know, no, I know that God told me to do this and I'm not going to allow your lies, your discouragement to detour me, um, from walking into what God told me to do. Maybe this isn't the season for that outcome, (laughs) right? Again, maybe I was supposed to get a different lesson in this season as a result of this event. It wasn't about ticket sales. It was about heart posture. So I highly recommend that you study um, the whole armor of God. Again, this is Ephesians chapter six, verses 10 through 18 on how to fight against spiritual warfare and push back from the enemy when you're you know, trying to step into something, but you are afraid of, you know, failure or just believing the lies that he's telling you and it's stopping you from walking into what you know for a fact God told you to do. All right. Um, now, the second way that God spoke to me was through a YouTube video. And the title of that was God Didn't Meet Your Expectations, Now What? And this is by Melody Alyssa. She is a um, Christian content creator on YouTube. Highly suggest that you check out her videos as well. I'll have that link in the show notes, but do y'all see how like both titles and keep in mind, these are new episodes released this week. This isn't old episodes that I happen to come across. They released these episodes this week and it speaks directly (laughs) to what I'm dealing with. So again, it's called God didn't meet your expectations. Now what? And her name is Melody Alyssa. Now, her um video was based on Luke chapter 7 verses 18 through 23 and this was about um John the Baptist when he was thrown in jail now just a quick context on you know who John the Baptist is he is Jesus's cousin so his mom was related to Mary and um pretty much if you read it you know you can study his story But pretty much it was prophesied um, to him when he was in his mom's womb that the reason that he would be born is to prepare the way for Jesus. So he was a prophet, you know, telling about Jesus coming, what to expect from him, um, the reason why Jesus is coming. Like that's what his whole life was dedicated to and was prophesied by. Um, And he operated in his purpose. He did what he was supposed to do what he was born and created to do. But as a result of that, of him being in his purpose and doing what he heard God tell him to do, he was thrown in jail because of it. So here in Luke chapter seven, verses 18 through 23, this is him kind of just, you know, pouring out his heart and frustration like, Jesus, are you even the one who I talked about? Like, are you even this person that I've been preaching about for me to be thrown in jail? Like, how could you you know, let this happen? How could you not you know, meet my expectations that I had for you? I wasn't expecting to be thrown in jail or punished as a result of doing what I was called to do or what I'm supposed to do, right? We hear about people being thrown in jail for doing nonsense and craziness, but literally dude <laughs> was doing what he was called to do, which was something positive. And walking in his purpose Um, so here we are in Luke chapter 7 where you know Jesus responds back to him now some key points that I took from this was that just because we are walking in purpose doesn't mean that we won't experience unmet expectations my expectations are not a direct reflection of God's character or God failing me Again, like I said, there's a bigger purpose to everything and I'm getting kind of ahead of myself, but, you know, God's ways are higher than our ways and his thoughts are higher than our thoughts. There are so many stories in the Bible about, you know, people walking in obedience or doing what God told them to do, but they end up killed or end up thrown into jail or end up thrown into slavery or, you know, craziness happening as a result of them doing what God said to do. But in the end, the bigger picture, once you see everything come together, God is glorified and it works out for our good. I mean, think about Jesus's story, how he came here on Earth to die for our sins um, so that we might have salvation and everlasting life in God. And that we might have everlasting life in God. Right. So he went through all of that, you know, being killed when he didn't do anything wrong. Um, being stabbed, being beaten, all of these things. But at the end of it, now we have everlasting salvation and we can have everlasting life in Christ. He died for our sins. We are no longer condemned by our sins as a result of him going through all of that. So a lot of things that we think are are bad or wrong or shouldn't happen, we don't see the bigger picture of it, right? But God does. So this was very um, encouraging to me. So, um, also another point she made is that, you know, blessed is the person who is not offended when God doesn't meet their expectations. And she, um, referenced that with Luke chapter seven, verse 23, it says the blessing of heaven comes upon those who never lose their faith in me, no matter what happens. This was Jesus's reply back to John the Baptist. Now, when we hear blessings, a lot of times we think like that that physical, tangible outcome. So in my case with the tickets, I would think, oh, God's going to bless me by overflow of ticket sales or meeting my goal of ticket sales. But here the blessing means that we are more righteous and Christ-like on the other side of the situation. So, you know, on the other side of this, no, I didn't meet the physical blessing of ticket sales, but... I'm so much more locked in with God, like I trust him so much more. My heart, my heart posture, I feel is in a more pleasing place Um, with God. It's not about, you know, I didn't let the outcome deter me or I didn't let the outcome depict whether God is good or not good, you know, things like that. So the blessing isn't always something tangible and physical or material. The blessing is sometimes that you are more righteous and more christ-like on the other side of the situation there is love and us not getting what we want when we want and how we want it and i can you know relate to this as a parent as, as a mother there are so many things that you know your kids might ask for they really really want but your ways are higher than your than their ways and your thoughts are higher than their thoughts and you understand that this thing that they're wanting They don't necessarily need it right now. And by you holding that back from them or holding back that outcome or giving them what they want is actually an act of love. Right. So we have to surrender to God's plan and embrace the uncertainties. Okay, Isaiah 55 verses eight through nine confirms all of this. My thoughts are nothing like your thoughts and my ways are far beyond anything you can imagine. For just as the heavens are higher than earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts higher than yours. All right. Um, also, I saw God was speaking on Instagram. You know, I saw a meme that really just brought me a lot of comfort where I am in this space. And it said, I'm at peace with whatever God is in control. I just do my best. Like, y'all. <laughs> The amount of joy and peace that I'm feeling today, like today is also a celebration because like I shared, it's my one year anniversary of the podcast. So even though I'm not celebrating the way that I wanted to or where I wanted it to, it's still a celebration. I'm still at peace. God is in control. I'm just doing my best out here and trusting him for, you know, the bigger picture, the the things that I don't see um in this season. And even in my research for, you know, how to host an event, the lady that was speaking said that, you know, her first event, the only people that were there were her family and friends. And then she tried to host again and like nobody came. But here she is, you know, years later, always hosting sold out events, all of this engagement, people are showing up. And it's like, you know, maybe this will be my testimony. Years later, I'll be like, you know, my first event I tried to host, I only sold X amount of tickets. But now, you know, look at this room filled with so many women, so many people here, and the glory goes to God <laughs> at the end of all of that. So I do plan to host this event again because, again, I feel like it is valuable. I feel like it is important, and I did see an interest in it. Um, to me, it just seemed like there was a conflict with the date. So definitely be on the lookout for the new date for a Don't Fumble the Bag, financial literacy event that I will be hosting Um, And I just want to leave you with two reflection questions um, to ponder on as a result of listening to this. So what are you afraid of trying because you're afraid of failing? Is it something God has called you to, but you don't want to try it because you're scared you're going to fail? And if you have tried something and it failed, what were the lessons that you can learn from it? What do you feel like God was trying to teach you or get to you um, as a result of that? outcome not being what you expected all right so that's all that i have for you all today thank you so much for tuning in um if you're not please follow me on both instagram and facebook those links will be in the show notes feel free to join our mom keys to mental peace community the link will be in the show notes i share weekly on um, blog posts to my email list there as well as um, other resources and things that i don't share on social media Um, Be sure to subscribe to the Mom Keys to Mental Peace and my YouTube channel. That link will be in the show notes as well, Um, just so that you're connected for updated episodes that I have that come out. And if you have been enjoying this show, please be sure to rate the show, leave a review or share it out with somebody who could benefit from it. All right. Thank you all. I pray that you have a blessed rest of your day and I will see you all next week. Bye.